0: Thank you very much for tuning in. I've got a couple things I need to wrap with you about before we get started. This house is uh, really dirty, so I got a lot of house cleaning to do. This intro is going to be a little bit longer than normal, but make sure you still listen through because parts of it involve you getting potentially free gear and swag and stuff, so you want to listen to the whole thing and make sure you don't miss any of those opportunities, and I'll be as fast as I can, I promise. Okay. Okay. Uh, a few episodes ago you guys might remember I did a sort of a sort of a contest. I needed some new iTunes reviews. I mean, I always need new iTunes reviews. So if you're if you're enjoying the program, if you could slide over there and drop us a drop us a review, that would be amazing. Helps people find the show, helps people know what they're getting into, all that sorts of stuff. And so during that time period, I don't know if you remember, but I was saying my favorite review was going to get some swag or some prizes. So I did pick that review, I sent it out in an email here uh, last week, but I did not get a response. So I want to give a shout out to whoever Spectacular is. S-V-E-C-T-A-C-U-L-A-R. The left a review on May 18th, and it was a very, very nice review. In fact, they were all very nice reviews. There was uh, like 22 of them or 25 of them or something that came in, and they were all really nice. I was expecting some of you people to roast me a little bit, but everyone was, was exceedingly kind. So thank you very much for all those, and if you feel like dropping a review, that would be great. It's always helpful. So Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And yeah, spectacular. Uh, go ahead and shoot me an email, info at Got to get some swag your way, or message me, or whatever. Get a hold of me somehow. You know how to get a hold of me. Okay, I haven't talked about the Patreon episodes in this portion of the podcast very much lately, so I thought I would plug that again. You go to Tone Mob. No, go to Patreon.com/tone mob. You can see several different options there. You know, at five dollars a month, you start getting extra episodes. So if this is a this is a thing you enjoy, this is something that brightens your week up, you can get a double dose. Right to your preferred podcast player even. So it's pretty cool and it's, you know, it's... What do they say? What's the classic thing? It's less than a fancy coffee every month and you'll get lots and lots of extra hours of entertainment. In fact, you'll get access to all of the back episodes of which there is over a regular works week. Work... Works week? Works week. Work week. I'm I'm done. I shouldn't do tongue twisters like that. Work week's worth of listening. Work week's worth. That was rough. Was rough for me. Uh, Yeah, so there's over 40 episodes over there. You can eat your heart out. And yeah, thank you very much for all of those that are supporting via Patreon. That's great. And there'll be a fresh one in there for you this evening, if you're listening to this right now. Anyway, uh, we sent out a bunch of hats and some custom Copper Sound flashlights and a bunch of other things for some of the upper tier members over there. And yeah, we're, we're doing, we're trying to do as much as we can for the Patreon folks. They, they, they really help out a lot with, with their donations. So thank you to all of you folks. And if any of you are interested, that is the place to go. You like pedals, right? That's the thing that you're into. You like guitar effects. You like guitar gear and things like that. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Well, did you know that you can win stuff just by listening to this podcast? Some of you do. A lot of you do, in fact. You just gotta listen to the podcast and answer a little trivia every month. Once a month, I'm giving away guitar stuff to those that are subscribed to the Tone Mob newsletter. So all you have to do is listen to the podcast, Let's make sure you catch all the episodes because you never know where I'm gonna pull the trivia question from, and then once a month, either at the very end of the month or the very beginning of the next month, I send out an email with a trivia question about something that was covered in the podcast that month. And the first person to reply with the correct answer wins whatever that month's prize is. The last one I gave out was a Love Pedal HSR3. It's multi-mode reverb pedal, which is really, really, really cool. And yeah, we gave it away to who won? Mr. Douglas Lawson won with the correct answer. I asked something about the Mike Mitchell episode from last month, and he was the first person to respond with the correct answer, so he gets a pedal. Who knows what it's going to be this month, so make sure you go to ToneMob.com, hit the tab that says Join the Mob, that's where you can join the newsletter and make sure you get in on that. All I'm going to send you is a weekly newsletter covering the new episode that came out and any little updates that I don't get to in, in these. I don't like to do these very often because they're long nobody's here for that. They're here for interviews. So I'm trying to minimize this, but you'll get a weekly email from me regarding the goings on in tone Bob land and the new episode and any other pertinent information. I'm not selling these addresses. I'm not giving them to anybody. These are all just so you can hear from me uh, about things that you care about. So you just hit the join the mob tab and you just put in your information and you it's real easy. So we're doing that once a month. We're going to do that. It's been awesome. It's been really a lot of fun. People have been digging it. And we're just going to keep on keeping on, because people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah, that's enough on that subject. Now, I have to tell you about Gun Street Wiring Shop. Gun Street Wiring Shop out of Bend, Oregon. Oh, man, Sean and the crew down there making the finest wiring harnesses in the game. And if you haven't noticed, they can do weird stuff, too. Yeah, they do the 50s wiring. They got the 60s. They got the treble bleed circuits. They got all that stuff. They got your three-way strat, or excuse me, three-way telly things. They got all kinds of stuff. They can do that. But you know what else they do? Whatever you need. So if you have a crazy idea or you got a crazy guitar that needs the wiring upgraded in it, email Sean and he will get you sorted. Trust me, I've seen it too many times at this point. The man knows what he's doing and they make great harnesses and the customer service is absolutely top-notch over there. So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com Tell them I sent you. Also, Sinusoid. Sinusoid Sinusoid.com. Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. The ones with a 100-year warranty. Yeah, oh yeah. The ones that make you smile. You know who they are. Sinusoid.com for all of your instrument cable needs. Whether it's a patch cable, instrument cable, speaker cable, they have you covered. Even better, you can do it all in their custom cable builder. You can select the color of TechFlex you want, you can select the brand of cable, you can select what ends you want, straight, right angle, like anything, anything. The Custom Cable Builder is where it's at, and it's all at sinusoid.com. That's where you go when you know. And they've been supporting this podcast for years, so if you're supporting the SOID, you're supporting the, supporting, (laughs) I'm leaving that in, you're supporting the show, and obviously, we need to keep the lights on around here. So go to sinusoid.com, check them out. They've got a hundred year warranty. Did I mention that already? hundred-year warranty. Best in the business. Go to sinusoid.com. Okay, I'm gonna stop. This monologuing is really hard. I don't know how other podcasters do it. This is this is difficult for me. I gotta have I gotta have somebody else to go off of, or ugh, anyway. Alright, I got some other people to go off of here. I got Clint and Taylor from Deep Space Devices. This one gets way off into the weeds. It goes all over the place. It's awesome. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the ToneMob.com podcast, the show about guitar tone and the people behind it. I'm your host Blake Wylan, and with me today I have Clint McDuffie and Taylor Adams from Deep Space Devices. How's it on fellas? Hey, what's going on? Doing good. Yeah. Oh, you just guys just switched gears all of a sudden. They were so animated <laughs> off the air, and then like we clicked record, and they're like, "Hey, Blake, how's it going?" Like it's NPR or something. We got multiple person oh, Come on, gosh. man! You gotta be more animated. She's <laughs>
1: pouring water on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay there we, we go. gotta find somewhere in between okay in between all right the, in between spraying water and NPR that's all right, those too much. All
2: right I'll, I'll dial it back
0: oh man that's great this is gonna be great I can tell um so you guys uh you guys run deep space devices uh which is something I've been you know has been on my radar for a little bit and I don't know why you haven't come on the show before now but finally was like Clint we got to make this happen. And so we've made it happen. And here we are. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you guys. So how's it going we're, over there?
1: We're excited too. We're just, uh, I'm, I guess you could say we're still kind of waking up. Or I think Taylor is, but.
2: I'm good, dude. You're good. I'm wide awake. I get up at 5.30 every morning. have some coffee. I make some tea. You are a liar.
0: No, it's true. Why are you getting up at 5.30 every morning?
2: dude? Because I don't, actually. I wake up at, like, 2. Are you serious? Yeah. That's a
0: bad sleep schedule. I mean, it's why a do pretty you, good one. Get up, no, why are you getting up at 2? What time are you going to bed?
2: Oh, uh, so, you know, I mean, I go to bed at, like, 5 a.m. and then wake up at 2.
0: Oh, well, I, like, you know, that works. Are you working at like, third shift?
2: No, I'll just be playing, like, you know, Overwatch. video games at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just sitting there, getting sucked into the uh i don't even know i'm so out of games i can't even i don't even know like what are you playing mario kart or something i'm not even
2: sure yeah yeah i play uh
1: mario dash on my phone dude i have to like tell (laughs) my wife to not get any games or get anything for me because it'll it'll distract me and then she got a a nintendo switch and now i'm hooked this is this is a guitar podcast okay yeah
2: yeah yeah stop talking about
0: video games clint okay I mean, I wouldn't know where to begin. My newest system I have is a Nintendo 64, so I'm way out of the gaming.
2: That's the style. best one, man. That's the golden
1: age of gaming. Yeah, it takes me good.
0: back to the days, for sure.
1: Yeah. Pokemon Stadium. Like, oh, man. All right, all right. Chill out, nerd. Okay, okay. I'll stop.
0: <laughs> chill out, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. That's great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a slogan. Everyone else has a slogan. What's the Metaverse has a. Oh man! Make noise, not war. Yeah, I got a backpack right here. That's a great slogan. And that then
1: it's not uh, uh, the best. You can't top it.
2: No, I, I can top it.
1: What? Um,
2: Chris from Dusky. Uh, oh God, what is it? Hang on.
1: L- let's Hang let's, on. let's move on. No, no, no,
2: breadboarding is not a crime. <laughs> oh, I like
1: that. That's wonderful.
0: <laughs> is it like breadboarding is not off. a crime. <laughs>
1: fuzz rs actually sent us some stickers of that which is really really cool
2: wait is, it, is that his slogan or is that and that's his slogan okay
1: dude i was like
2: uh he had some stickers at his booth and i was just like hey give me one that's hilarious i think that's what it was called but
0: yeah i like the adventure audio one was uh feedback feedback is an art dude
1: dude that's i had that in the back of
0: my car and that's awesome I, I loved it <laughs> I was wanting like uh, add
1: a pedal to my order too, and I was like, ah, I need to save, so I ordered like four or five stickers <laughs> instead. Uh, I squirt water again in my eyes. <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: I gotta say, this is a podcast first. Like, I feel like he's squirting you like you would a dog that's misbehaving. He's like, yeah, yeah. Bad. squirt. squirt. And whenever he rambles, I just have to like lightly
1: mist him. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> so, like, my story's going like me going to the store. <laughs> That story will be about an hour. Like I just can't help it. Like and I and I admit it. I just well, you, can't. You help
2: like it. you like to fill in the background details that you don't really need to fill in. Sometimes I'd be good at writing a good
1: book, but it just
2: I, I barely read. Yeah, I but it'd be more seen. like like a, a a Tolkien book. Like you'd have like your own language that you invented.
1: Um, you know, it worked elves.
0: out pretty good for him.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I? I <laughs> yeah, it, it really did. They actually released a trailer recently of a Tolkien. Like biography, like about Tolkien. How do we? How oh, do we get Oh, really? Yeah. Like I'm actually really looking forward to that.
0: I I want to see that. I'm all about that.
1: Yeah, for real. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I'm so sorry. We're so off track.
0: Yeah. Well, the, I can tell. That's just going to be how this episode is. So you know, if people if people are, are not liking the off the off track, they should probably just wait till the next week or something. <laughs>
2: Yeah, just skip it's, out this podcast. podcast. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be one of those. I uh, I love these kind. They're my favorite. So let's get right into it, though. And I don't know which one of you wants to take this question first. I uh, I know this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a lengthy one because that's how this question goes. But so you both have some sort of a musical backstory and and a way that has led you guys to what you're doing today and I want to know what that story is.
2: Hold up. Do we get to discuss Math Rock? Because uh, We can talk Math Rock. It'll be a double-length uh, podcast. I'll, I'll make this go on for two hours.
0: You can you can educate me on the maths and the rock.
2: Okay, all right. Do you want me to go
0: first? Yeah, you Content go first. Maker. Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. So I guess um,
1: to elaborate more on that question, do you want it to be more like what brought it to kind of how deep space came about
0: well i feel like you know at some point in your childhood you were like hmm guitars and stuff are pretty cool and yeah. i want to start there
2: weren't you a kiss fan didn't you no. really like kiss no and you're like no. i love the way that they can mold pop conventions into rock and roll all and night so and with- every day yeah yeah because i remember you talking about it and you had the dvd live set remember
1: I don't remember any of this. I just remember watching anime and trying and playing the theme songs when I was th- thirteen.
0: <laughs> what are you serious?
1: No, I'm not being serious. <laughs> but no, I guess um. You tell him about your favorite anime. Stop, please. You this have isn't to
0: the Tone Jerks podcast. Come on. Yeah, this
1: isn't ah! The Tone Jerks. He, I mean, he knows about. It. He knows. Oh God. Okay. So. Uh, I'll tell my, I'll start them go with yours. Okay. So mine probably isn't as lengthy. Sailor's is pretty, it's actually pretty incredible to be honest, but um, of course, you know, just starting young around 12, or 13, somewhere around there, I guess it would be a, uh, 12 years of just playing, but I started out as a bass at heart. I'm a bass player. And um, of course, along the way, you're going to be picking up a guitar, but in the South, like in Alabama, there's always like, well, where we're from in, um, uh, at Gadsden and the Gadsden area. There's always a hardcore scene, so there is, you know, all these hardcore bands, and every now and then you'll see some experimental the, bands. I don't and, mean to
2: interrupt. There's also Yellow Wolf.
1: Oh yeah, we have Yellow Wolf in Gadsden. Yes. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but with the um hardcore bands, it was weird because I used to play in a little um uh, indie indie band I guess just being different back then and I never was too much into pedals or anything this is always bass playing to moving forward with you know well, just bettering myself as a bass player you know being the in playing the indie stuff more math rock kind of stuff but not as extensive what Taylor's story is but you're trying to relate to me okay I'm just good and um of course I'm not saying it all comes to an end like the bands and stuff like that, but getting college going and stuff, just really taking up my time and stuff. But, you know, getting through college, well, halfway through college, I was, uh, I went to UAB University of Alabama at Birmingham and I started working at North Face. And from there I got my business degree at UAB and went full time and traveled with North Face. I know that's so random, like, you know, the outdoor kind of I was kind of in the outdoor industry, kind of traveling, uh, doing like training for some uh, other stores and stuff like that. And I was mainly stationed in Birmingham. But during that, I was um throughout that whole period. That's when the whole pedal game was kind of going on. And of course, every paycheck, like all of us with pedals, get a new pedal every week and just ex- being, you know, just trading all. You, you know, how, you know how the game is.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh I've, but then um I was playing a play a little uh post rock ambient experimental kind of deal called Gallant Horn and we would um I mean with that, you know, with playing shows, I mean it's like there's it always a lot of times you see with like post rock bands, always like projectors, some like visual effects, all that kind of stuff. And we would always do stuff like that. Um, do little short runs here and there. But then, of course, every show we, it was always pedals, 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 pedals with fan And if it wasn't pedals, then we weren't hanging. I don't I wasn't like a jerk. <laughs> it was just like that was always a like a big topic kind of thing. Which is really cool because in Birmingham, um it's about forty five minutes from Gadsden from where I was where I'm originally from. Birmingham has a Pretty um, multi-genre kind of area. I mean, they have a lot of, um, well, a lot of torn bands. I guess, uh, I guess you could say, like, was it a Saturn that the venue in Birmingham? Yeah, that's the guy from Manor uh, Man Was that venue? Yeah, I think so. But you know, we would um, place up play like around round there and all that. But then, of course, going down the whole being in the whole pedal venture while working at North face, of course you wanted to know how these things work. And that's when, when I get fixated on something, it's like, I'm not going to be talking to anybody. I'm going to be learning this. And that's during my travels with North face. That's when I was just, just learning as much as I can. And honestly, I wish I started out just not knowing anything and trying to build something on a breadboard and blown it up instead of, trying to learn everything and then trying stuff out because like being more hand, I've always been like a hands-on kind of person and that just, uh, uh, didn't do that right. <laughs> but, um, my story isn't that like crazy detailed or like exciting to be honest. Cause I mean, it was just, um, Taylor's is more the, I guess, uh, in detail, like with bands and stuff like that. But mine's just, learn just taught myself like with pedals and everything and of course deep down my dream kind of job kind of deal is to start my own effects pedal company because i was just of course you know obsessed with it (laughs) so that's kind of where uh well talking with taylor about creating deep space then that's where it kind of
0: when did you meet taylor and and all that like i feel like that piece of the puzzle is missing from this tale uh
1: I think um, when I was playing, like in the whole this little little indie indie band Beats Our Property, Taylor came out. Uh, one of our bandmates uh, in Beats Our Property, he invited Taylor and some other other um, other people to come jam with us, and we kind of—that's the first time we met, but we really didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought you were all, a little bit much to handle. And I felt anxiety the first time meeting you. (laughs) I I give that impression to everyone. And I swear to God, it's not intentional. And then, um, but then like, you know, a few months passed and we jammed here and there. But then a few years later, um, well, over the years, just seeing each other at shows, that's when we kind of got the idea of who we are and everything. It's like the anxiety kind of went away. But then again, Taylor might have like a, different picture oh yeah dude
2: that. i got i got deep-rooted grudges against you i was always like oh, i hate that guy so much would you like to elaborate no no dude i just i elaborated pretty well on that i mean i, I hate you and i wish i'm just kidding okay i'm kidding you just saw my, my i smile. know you, you were sweating you're sweating beads over there i just yeah. just playing no yeah we uh we started the company when he just randomly hit me up for art he said, "Hey, I'm building a pedal, uh, and I don't know how to draw. Please, okay. please put something on the top of this."
1: Well, it was more elaborate than that. <laughs> I was talking to him, like you know, art is kind of a that's something that I'm kind of I'm pretty into. I'm, and I know Taylor is very into that because Taylor does incredible um, artwork for a lot of different things. He he does a lot of. Um, designs for uh, bands and a lot in the math rock community but like uh uh like show posters and what else would you say i'm like the merch guy <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah like um the world is a beautiful place bands like that like uh doing t-shirts designs and stuff like that and so i thought like you know with his work and everything we thought you know we could really collaborate and make something pretty cool. You know, they kind of give like your artwork, like the idea when you look at these pedals, kind of, you know, catches people's eye, of course. But I mean, it's just like when you see this artwork, you kind of get, get like an idea of what it's going to be like, if that makes sense.
2: Man, I will say that it's been difficult trying to, uh, figure out layouts and stuff. Cause, um, in the beginning, some of the prints that we sent off or some of the pedals that we sold weren't, uh, they weren't the best graphically because, uh, we couldn't figure out, you know, we, we did like, didn't measure the knobs with a multimeter or not a multimeter, uh, uh yeah, calipers, uh, caliper, right? Yeah. Caliper. Uh, we didn't measure the knobs. So we would, I would put like a, a tiny dot down and then the text would be like too pushed up into the knob. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's, it seems <laughs> really small, but I feel like it has a huge impact on, um, on the look of the pedal, if the if the layout's just slightly askew, and plus it really bothers me as as like a a designer. Yeah. <laughs> so so we had to. Uh, I, I've I've started getting Clint to like measure everything. So now now everything is measured like the
1: diameters of of the knobs. Um, like the wording and everything. Like I did get the, you a lot of measurements before, but it was like to the like the maximum detail now like it's i mean you know we uh we don't do uh our enclosure prints we wish we did but printing this much of detailed artwork on aluminum enclosures is difficult (laughs) but i mean uv printers and stuff like that i mean that that definitely gets the job done though
0: yeah well i think I think your pedals do look awesome. So you guys are doing a, a great job on that. I I particularly like the art uh, on the uh, the Trigonaut. I think I said that right. Yeah, I think that's just so rad looking. And that's, that's like one of the first things I noticed. I was like, man, these things look cool. And uh, so you're doing a good job with that, Taylor.
1: Hey, well, thank you, man. Yeah. appreciate that. And we're uh, making sure that they sound all right, too. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's the better other better. thing yeah. is, you
2: know, they got to they got to sound good. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, sort of. Yeah, they know. could sound bad if that's your intention mm. and then it's fine. You know what I mean? What, so we just do a limited batch. We make them look really good and then they're just
1: empty on the inside.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, that's for hiding stuff in, you know, yeah, that's yeah. A, it's just a different purpose.
1: I, I can't tell you how many ideas we have for April Fool's kind of stuff, but
0: can I spoil one? Yep. No, don't no no, don't spoil it. It's almost here. It's so good cuz
2: I have the design ready and everything. I've done like We can
0: spoil it off the air. I'm I love the April Fools stuff. It's so much fun.
1: Earthquake Debosses are kings when it comes to that.
2: I don't know, man. I, this one I got in the bag, it's really good. Let me tell you.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see it. So, Taylor, you you take that question and run with it. What's uh what's your story?
1: Uh, do you want him to repeat the question? Uh, no. Um,
2: <laughs> Clint, you're always supportive of me, and I, I, I just like that, man. I like that about you.
1: It, you're making this weird. Please go,
2: dude. You're weird. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I again, I met Clint through the scene. What scene we have here? Um, I. Started out playing music, uh, literally from the get go, just playing math rock stuff, which is um, it's like progressive rock's punk cousin, um, and then like without the flutes and stuff, and none of the theatrics. <laughs> um, none of it. None of the theatrics. We just get out there. Sure. Let me let me just throw this I
1: in agree
0: there. Free to disagree. I yeah. Don't know if there's none
1: of the theatrics. <laughs> Let me just throw this in there real quick. Like, Blake, do you know how there's that friend that says, like, you know, yeah, I play and stuff like that. But then, really, they're incredible. Like, Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what Taylor's doing right now.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I got and, you. Um, I, I know that guy.
1: Yeah, I'm not boasting or anything about him or exaggerating. But it's like, I just wish he would uh, play more. <laughs> I, I, I
2: do stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have a hard time um, telling my backstory. I was kind of kidding earlier when I said it was going to take two hours. Uh, I I just played in a I played in um, a couple of bands. Uh, my main project is something called uh, Mount Vesuvius Death March. All right, I like it. <laughs> it's not death metal. It sounds like it's going to be death metal or like some black metal, <laughs> but uh, it's not. It's it's just like it's kind of happy,
1: you know. In a sense, like it, it's um. I mean, you're not. It's kind of do-
0: like a, that seems seems to be like a "and you will notice by the trail of the dead" type of situation. Like it's not yeah. really what it sounds like.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's a. Oh, let's see, what's the other one? Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a project where I just get uh, people I've met along the way to, to, to do stuff. Um, like Chris Segakis, uh is, is our drummer. Um, and I have another drummer here, uh, Elie Russo, um, who played in another band with me called, uh, called Pace House, which is more moody and, and, and broody. <laughs> but it's good, but... uh, <laughs> That's an accurate description, dude. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, Mount Vesuvius is just like... Uh, very similar to the sound of animals fighting, where you just get a ton of people together and you go, "All right, uh, just play over this wacky stuff that I created, and let's hope it sounds good."
0: Okay. All right. So, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, there's um, so it's Chris Sagakis who's uh he, he actually plays on the Sound of Animals Fighting, which is a weird coincidence, but um oh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, Uh, and uh, Akinori Yamamoto from the band Light. Um, There's uh, Mike McDonough from Via Luna. Uh, It's. I mean, it's. It's like I just took everyone in the math rock scene and then threw them on a record and get them to um, you know (laughs) play in twenty (laughs) seven sixteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Jeez. I got an instant headache. <laughs> Man. But you you didn't just start out playing Math Rock though, did you? You didn't All just right. wake up as a young boy and be like, I'm going to do <laughs> No, kind of no I, I
2: legit did. I'm not even kidding. I, I so there's a record that ruined my life. It's um uh, Today's Active Lifestyles by Paul Though Okay. I listened to that yeah. and it, it changed my life. Let me tell you.
1: I thought it was Captain Beefheart.
2: And Captain Beefheart. I love Captain Beefheart. I just try and recreate Trap Mask Replica and then, you know, fail in doing so. That's what Mount Vesuvius is. Okay.
0: You're attempting recreating that. All right.
1: It's so weird because it's like, that's kind of like your musical background, like your favorite groups. And like, (laughs) it's always like my favorite groups being like explosions in the sky and stuff like that. Like the theatrical kind of, Visuals and like, um yeah, cl- cl- climactic, you know, breaks and all that kind of stuff. I, Ambient. I, I'm more of a Zappa guy. Okay, how are
0: we friends? <laughs> <laughs> Through a mutual love of pedals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, God,
0: pedals brings the world together. Of yeah. course. Man.
1: Well, I am helping you. Oh, I am doing a little bit of the bass in the Mount Vesuvius thing, and my God, it's. It's tough. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) But yeah, it's fun. But yeah,
0: sorry. Yeah, it's Um, my. I'm gonna have have to check this out. It's Uh, my very prepared.
2: (laughs) Well, it's my very masochistic project where I get uh, famous people to, um, you know, attempt weird time signatures.
1: If Mount Death Mars like takes like takes off like crazy, it's okay. For, I mean, we can end deep space. It's,
2: okay. it's not going to take off because I can never release this record that I've been working on for you know four years. Well, that's everyone.
0: <laughs> Why can't you release this record? I don't understand.
2: Uh, it's just too much, man. I the personnel is like twenty five people. Yeah, and I'm trying to, to juggle everyone's schedules and doing it poorly. I told you I'd manage it. No, you didn't? Are you, are you telling me you'll manage it?
1: I can help. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's on record. There yeah. it is.
0: Yeah.
2: This uh, is recorded, dude.
0: Okay. It's right. recorded. There's a few thousand people just heard you say that right now. I'm about to throw up. So now you're on now you're on the hook.
2: There's no pressure.
0: Yeah, no, so if this doesn't come if this record doesn't come out in six months, I'm gonna blame you, Clint.
1: Yeah, that's totally fine. I'll get it out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you said you kind of got like a a who's who of the math rock scene to get on on board with this record. How is that? Is this just by you being involved heavily in the scene? Or how do you get kind of these, you know, higher level people in that? And you just like you just do what I do. You just slide into their DMS and cross your fingers. Or what do you do?
2: I mean, sometimes, but half the time, it's just like the community is so small um, that everyone just sort of knows each other.
0: Okay. Um, makes
2: sense or, or knows someone that knows someone and then they'll hit me up and go hey you should put this person on the record and i go sweet and then delay the record by another year now
0: because <laughs> you're, you're waiting for them to get off a tour and come into your studio yeah. and that's
2: that's not something i'm complaining about I'm just saying it's um, it's a challenge to try and uh to 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 juggle everyone um they're all very
1: talented creative people um the math rock i mean community i mean that's kind of like a deep space is being kind of involved with that too so i mean it's kind of like a market for that which is kind of odd too because like you know like with the golem that's kind of like a people have said it's like a doom drive and i'm just like you play math rock <laughs> like what are you doing yeah. but but I, I i think this is another thing that can kind of like support it but there's this guy in the math com- community known as Ken Hickey. I know I, I, you don't want me to bring that up. No God,
0: no. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Now I feel like you have to almost. Yeah, we uh, have to, dude. Just that's it. Yeah, I'm
2: done. Really?
1: <laughs> okay. So no, it's this. Uh, it's kind of like a parody account, and no one knows who it is. And oh, people follow this guy. And, uh, it's kind of like, um, it gives like the persona of like a, kind of like a, I
2: I feel like we narrowed down your audience from like a thousand people to one by talking about math rock.
0: I, I honestly, I have, I have no idea because I, I, we've got, I've got dad rockers. I've got punk rockers. I've got, uh, country guy i got it's it's everybody it's everybody so okay. who knows all
2: right never
0: yeah. well, mind yeah i feel less
1: bad well this ken hickey guy he's like a um, persona of like a like an older dad playing um uh math rock and he's actually followed a, a pretty good bit in the math rock community because he it's hilarious but no one knows who he is and I love how you're, you're making this a mystery, but very clearly
2: you're alluding to me controlling the account. And yeah, I so I just made a parody account of all of the. <laughs> <laughs> of all of the. Uh, Bathrock uh, stereotypes that I could make fun of. <laughs>
0: okay. I, just, I did it through the guy. I, I don't know. I got to stop you for a second. That was just kind of hilarious to me. Like, because I really didn't know, because I'm like not in the room with you, so I'm not like. <sighs> watching the body language so he's I'm like, like he's this like staring at you like, I, wonder who this, who, I wonder who this mystery guy is like I'm, I'm scratching my chin I'm like I wonder if we can figure this out and then all of a sudden well it's just Taylor
1: so <laughs> <I> really- <laughs> no one knows that I don't know if Taylor <laughs> want me to announce it but
0: <laughs> yeah I am Ken Nicky uh,
2: <laughs> I make all the beams um, whether you find them funny or not you know it's me I'm sorry
0: So so how do you spell that
2: Oh, he's looking it up,
0: dude. Yeah. How do you spell that? Oh, no. Everyone wants to pull this up on, pull over in your car and look this up on Instagram.
1: No, please don't. It is K K E N Uh space H I C K E R Y. Is that right? I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Hickory. Wait, what'd you just say? H H I C K E Y. E Y, yeah. I
0: don't know. I put E R. Ken Hickey. Yeah, why don't I see Ken Hickey? Good. Oh yes, Ken Ken Dot Hickey.
2: Oh no. no, is this on Twitter?
0: I'm yeah. on, oh, is it not on Instagram? It's on Twitter. I uh, went to I went to Instagram. That's my go to. Uh,
1: yeah, we can uh, we can definitely.
0: Uh, it may be on Instagram. I give think you a,
1: give you a link after.
0: So I,
2: everyone asked me where I got the picture from, and literally all I did um, was I just typed in Ken Hickey in Google, and then chose the first image. Um. And then later on, I felt bad about doing that because it was just some random guy. So, so I uh, after it got a little uh, some amount of traction, um, I had to use a stock photo to save that. Guy. I see, yeah, because I don't want to impersonate anyone online except for people
0: that have already signed their rights away to stock photos. They're free game. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's oh, that's one hundred percent fine. Yeah, that's like that's part of the deal with the stock photos. How would you feel if you were the guy that's uh, that's like the, the thumbs up kind of cringy faced older guy that you're just in every meme ever? Oh, you, you know talked I mean? about the guy that's uh, Harold. I think it's yeah, I think his name is Harold. Yeah, the white white hair kind of short stubbly beard and he just always looks like he's in pain. Oh, <laughs> man. I would live up to it. See, like, I,
1: I feel bad.
2: <laughs> Everyone on the Internet is they're psychopaths, but not me. I have empathy, and that's why I ended up changing this guy's picture. Yeah. Yeah. I can be
0: nice sometimes. So, yeah, you do have a heart. I have a heart, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Everyone on the internet is a psychopath. That's true, man. Telling you. Especially the podcasters. You can't can't trust those guys. You can't treat them like people. No, they're not. They're animals. Filthy animals. (laughs) Terrible animals. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well I don't know where we, how we got there but yeah. so basically uh you you have a long musical backstory but you can sum it up in 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 two words really and yeah. and that's you just say math rock yeah and that's my music backstory end yeah. of story yeah I play I
2: played math rock
0: wait that well, that was four words math yeah, rock just math rock. just what's your what's your musical backstory math rock that's yeah my musical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. And somehow I got sucked into it, and Deep Space is kind of somehow in
2: it. <laughs> I keep losing bass players. People are like, I don't want to play in 2716. Oh. And I'm like, please, I can't find any other bassists that want to do it. Um, but you know, I've got I've got my buddy Clint here who can help me write my- this music and put the record out, right? My fingers are bleeding. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, what Clint didn't tell you is he, he plays post rock music. He he does uh he does some ambient drum wait, did you already say this? Yeah,
0: I already said that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he, yeah, he said the explosions in the sky. I instantly like, got it. No, yeah. I know where you're from.
1: Yeah, I always had to tell people like, Oh yeah, you know explosions in the sky is like, no, okay, have you seen Friday Not Lots? And I, I hate having to say that, but you know, <laughs> being the soundtrack for it. And then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love the I love the music. And I was like, okay, just picture that. You know when and they lose the game? Like when the music
2: starts playing, they're like, We've trained all year for this and this movie is gonna be the next Remember the Titans? Yeah. And then it's not. Okay. Yeah. And then
0: Galahun comes and then it's not. Yeah. I you know, I have heard explosions in the sky that I've never seen Friday night lights, so there's that.
1: Okay, that oh man, you're you're an angel. Okay,
0: that's that's perfect. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about the math rock and we've talked about the post rock and the dad rock and all the other kinds of rock that there are. But what we haven't actually talked about is your pedals. What do what what do you make? Tell me about your stuff. What's going on?
1: Well, so I guess uh, the best way to kind of go about it is talk about the plan that we are kind of starting out because you know we're we're only about a year what three three months old or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're honestly more than grateful from where we're at now. And like the first year. Yeah, no kidding. I had no idea that, you know, we'd get to this point. (laughs) (laughs) And like the first year we wanted to go ahead and right now we just have like our drives and well distortion overdrive. And uh, well, I'm just going to say it's like a octaglitch stutter overdrive. We want to go ahead and have the loud pedals pretty much um, available uh, from the get-go, which is the, uh, the red ghost, which is just your one knob dis- uh, distortion with, um with like some sag, uh, sag or like a, uh, like getting that dying battery effect kind of features. And then you have the golem, which a lot of people have said it's like a, a doom drive. A lot of people have said it's like a parametric EQ uh, drive. I mean just think of it as like a uh a drive with a lot of base presence but uh with a lot of different uh features with it going from uh silicone, germanium, um just the you know the whole nine yards pretty much. But with the trigonaut, we're kinda wanna release that uh since it was still an overdrive, but with the octave octave uh, glitch stutter kind of features but kind of like an introduction into what we're going to be focusing on uh, moving forward, which is going to be more experimental. And I mean, I guess you can say the, the weirder kind of pedals, which that's what I personally love and what, you know, mainly use. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that was pretty much an introduction of it. And right now we're actually, um, it's mainly going, you'll definitely be seeing like delays and reverbs. And I mean, I can kind of say that. I mean, like the reverb, not the reverb, the delay is pretty much done. But recently, right before we went to Winter Nam, we released a photo. Uh, well, we posted like a photo of like this little mini synth that was uh, cooked up together. Because at previous um, Stompbox exhibits and Summer Nam, and um, we would always bring this mini synth with us that was a little bit bigger than the mini synth that we brought uh, with us to winter And a, a lot of folks would be asking about that mini synth, like, Oh, what is this? And it was, um, it was actually the Ruchi handmade electronics uh, mini synth. And that thing is, it's just super fun. pretty much. It's like, um, a lot of cool little things you can do with it. But I mean, if you didn't have a guitar or anything, you just plug it in through that and just go from there. And so we thought. A lot of people are asking about this. Let's just make our own real quick. Well, we got way too much feedback about like, are you going to make this? Please make it or put it out. And so within the next two weeks, yeah, it'll be two weeks or or so, we're going to be releasing a little mini scent. i see it as a toy. (laughs) And I, because I mean, I have fun with it so much, but I mean, I'm actually, I'm, sure we're both looking forward to seeing what people uh will be able to do with it in a creative sense but i mean i've already been getting pretty funky with it but it's a, uh, it's kind of a cool thing but yeah it's just mainly like more the experimental weird stuff you'll be seeing moving forward
0: yeah and like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, go ahead sorry
1: oh no um uh, like with the distortion and drive and uh the Octa glitch stutter um not overdrive. I mean, there's like little as it's mixed uh, with doing, you know, not your usual distortion or drive too. So it's just like little things that we uh, added to because we didn't want it just to be like your, you know, your. Um, I guess something just different. I guess. I mean, of course, we want to make something different, but something that actually stood out from other drives and distortions and stuff. But I mean, we can. Definitely, uh, move, moving forward with the more delays and reverbs, get in modulation kind of stuff. We'll definitely be able to exaggerate what we mean by experimental and stuff like that moving forward. Hopefully that makes sense. What I'm trying to say.
0: Man, guys, uh, well, we'll tell the people what's happening. I suppose the people deserve to know we had a, a guy blowing leaves. We had internet gremlins. We had all kinds of stuff just happen in the last few minutes that just tried to really tried to sabotage this podcast. But I'm glad you guys are persevering and not allowing that to happen.
2: Yeah, no, I uh, might have ne- dial Well, my neighbor <laughs> is trying to like siphon my Wi-Fi. So I'm sorry if uh, there's any attacks on this transmission.
0: Oh, is that what's going on? The neighbor is trying to crack it. In- the neighbor's trying to be a guest on the show. He's trying to hack it.
2: Yeah, you you said uh, internet gremlins. That's you know, he's trying to uh, to disrupt this. You do have a weird neighbor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell me about your neighbor. What's your neighbor like?
2: Okay. All right. Well, this is a good topic. Oh man. Um, he's very. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um. All right. I'm gonna say it anyways. He's very uh, like he he really wants to. Um, to do stuff all the time. Okay. Whereas I want to be more of like like an over-the-fence neighbor. Do you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I got that vibe. I understand. Like, hey, how's it going? I'm going to go inside and take a nap. Keep those boundaries there. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be boundaries, you know, because if you don't have those up, then it's uh, – I don't know. He'll, like, bring his kids over into my house, like, unannounced. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Please his kid's like standing in your yard. Uh Yeah, he's like taking a DVD that I have uh, on my like TV and he's like bending it in half. I'm like, hey, man, your kid's trying to break my stuff.
0: He's like, oh, yeah, he just does that. You're like, yeah, but don't don't let him do that. Like, don't, yeah, don't let him do that.
1: Any, any kind of neighbor that's like you tell him like, yeah, I got to go to uh, Rainbow City and see a friend. And he's like, oh, I'll go with you. He's
2: like, yeah, yeah, he's like that. And then he'll be like, hey, man. No, so he is—he is kind of cool because he runs a brewery, but um, he like always wants to, me to be involved when I'm currently busy. Uh. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, but he's just—he's too much for when I get home from work.
0: Right, you're ready to—you're you know ready to chill out. You don't want to go into his living room and check out his latest purchase.
2: Yeah, and uh, it's always cool stuff too. It'd be like, hey, here's my kegerator. Have you ever? Do you know what that is? A kegerator? Oh yeah.
0: I live, in, I, just, I live
2: in Portland. I know what a keg rater is. That's true. Never mind. I'm sorry. But I, I don't. I'm I'm uncultured and I didn't know what a keg rater was. <laughs> and he's showing me like all these things and uh, like blowing my mind. But still at the same time, I'm like, dude, I just worked all day. <laughs> I just want to go inside, watch whatever's uh, trending on Netflix, and then take a nap. I just, Maybe I'm the bad neighbor.
0: I was just thinking. I don't know. I don't know how cultured you have to be to know what a kegerator is. I feel like that's a that's a that that, that can be a lowbrow type situation.
2: Uh, well, the, he's got like some antique one from like I don't know whenever they were invented.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know when a kegerator was invented. <laughs> he was. He's
2: a connoisseur. Let me tell you. And it'll also be like, he, he buys this beer. It's called Unobtainium. Mm-hmm. And it gets re- it gets released every like cicada cycle, cicada birthing cycle, oh man, or something. I don't. I'm not too familiar. It's like every 16 years they release one
0: one bottle, one case, and he always buys it. He's got it all. He's, he's hoarding catch. it all. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I I do know what you're talking about.
2: And I I I want to stay on the record. He's the sweetest guy, but I can't hang out all the time. Gotcha. <laughs> also let's talk about something serious uh how come the pedal community is so nice like why is everyone like what do they have to hide and this is this is a, a conspiracy that i have
0: oh, okay you everyone, think it's a conspiracy
2: yeah for sure clint i've told you about this right i don't know if i was listening okay you probably you probably tuned me out like you usually do no, but I,
1: I i was i was listening i'm just scared what you're about to say
2: I, i'm about to say good things how come everyone is so
0: nice? I don't know. I have a theory, okay. though. I have a theory and I've I've said this before. I think it's because this industry attracts like minded people who have shares some similar, not exactly the same, but similar values and tastes and and things like that. And everyone's different to a degree, but like I think overall, we're all musicians, so we're all kind of like creatively driven for the most part. And we all kind of, I think it just attracts a certain type of person. And fortunately, most of those people are pretty nice. It's like yeah. the ones that are weird and mean, like are are the, they're, they're the, they're the oddballs. Everyone's like, what's that guy's problem? You know, I, don't I don't totally
1: know. see that. I, I feel like everyone, I, oh, you, you go ahead.
0: No, I was just saying. I think I think that's what it is. I think it's just the nature of the business attracts uh, overall, you know, nice people for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. It's but it's 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 so consistent. Like it, everyone notices. It's not a it's not a weird thing at all. So I think it's some like
1: everyone that is doing the, in the pedal community, they're doing something that they love doing and want to do, and it's not like about money or anything like that. It's just like something genuine like some, they just they just love it and i think that's something that's really cool to see other people doing too i don't know
2: well it's just it's unusual because like you know in the in the music scene a lot of the time uh people get divvied up into clicks you
1: know like a competition almost yeah
2: it's like like based on your genre but in the pedal community um
1: everyone's so helpful like everyone wants to see others succeed I mean I want, I want to see others succeed for yeah, sure yeah
0: yeah i uh, I think that's what it is there's there's a certain degree of you know rising tide raise all ships type of situation within the within the community yes. and I do believe that that's that's true and I think that has a lot to do with it as well
2: yeah. But the meanest person by far is Clint McDuffie. I swear to God, this guy just berates me. He's like, "Where's the artwork? I gotta have it now. We have to get these orders in." Um, you know, and then I I, I cry and I, I tell him, you know, please leave me alone. I can't handle this right now.
1: It's a bounce off of that. I'm the one apologizing to others for your behavior. <laughs>
0: So what, you, what were you telling me off air how much you couldn't stand uh, uh who was it uh, it was the Maris guys right you guys just could not
1: <laughs> well
2: before they listened to this I was uh joking for the love of God
0: I don't know it, it uh, seemed like seemed like you were pretty serious like uh, you're like oh man I really can't stand is the Terry, that's Terry true and Angelo. that's what you that's said. true i can't,
2: I was like uh listen Terry from Maris um, he's just too smart, you know? And it makes me mad. It just makes me feel inferior, and like I don't know what I'm doing. And, it's, you know, he's just so mean to
1: us. All jokes aside, I love every single one of those guys.
0: <laughs> oh, they're amazing. They really are amazing. Yeah. The whole crew yeah. over there is, is is fantastic. Well, the whole crew, there's three of them. But, like, yeah, Terry and Gina and Angelo, they're all just, they're the best. They're so good. And, ironically, yeah. they were one of the... The uh, more recent tandem podcast, so you guys have that in, con- in uh, common.
2: Hey, more things we have in common with those guys, the better.
0: Yeah, no they kidding.
1: have they have it going on. I mean, really, um, I mean, they deserve. It. I mean, they they their stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm just blown away with some of the everything that they release. I mean, with the four, uh, you know, the Enzo and Mercury Seven, it's just incredible to me.
0: Like, oh, the end I've never ends
1: played up. anything like that. Uh, being at Eastside Music Supply in Nashville, making like a three hour trip just to play that thing. And it's just, I'm not, okay, I, can, I, I can't go down this conversation because I know I'll be talking about it a good bit. <laughs> well, let's talk about stuff. it.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, let's they make
2: good stuff, stuff, but they're just so mean to us. I don't know why. They bought us lunch, dude. <laughs> yeah, in like a mean way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How do you buy lunch in a mean <laughs> way? Like you eat this hoagie, you eat it. You're,
2: yeah, take <laughs> these tacos, you hungry. They think us tacos. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, like eat okay, these yeah. tacos, you loser, you fat loser. Look, I can't. Eat it. I can't
2: keep. I can't keep this ruse up. Or this rue is it? rue or ruse? I think it's, I think ruse. it's ruse. 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 Did I say it wrong twice?
0: I don't know. Anyways, I barely speak yeah. English. I have no idea.
2: I mean, uh, English is a frankenstein language formed from like three different languages or something oh my god anyways uh so they bought us tacos in a very angry way um and then we keep seeing them everywhere i try and get away from them but you know they're at every nam pedal exhibition
1: yeah really uh they're just great guys (laughs) i'm just into that
2: dude keep up the ad we gotta Trying to say how we hate them. No, I
1: don't hate them.
0: Okay, I know you no. don't hate them. Here's a question for you ready? What's the coolest thing that has happened since you started this pedal company?
1: Starting it, <laughs>
0: I was gonna say awkward silence. Is this is a bad, <laughs> like, I don't want to talk oh, about no. this party with all the supermodels that we were at. I don't want to really want to expose that side of the industry.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I think, um, I think. Well, I, a well, uh, personal uh, opinion. Well, my opinion. I think uh, I remember it was on the way back from um, I think from the Brooklyn Stompbox exhibit, and got an email from whoever saying that we got a uh, best emerging manufacturer. Like there was some contest, but I didn't know if it was like a like a the real deal or something like that. And we were just talking. Non stop, like, you know, with people that went to the Brooklyn Stop Box exhibit. And we were like mentioning like the little contest thing or whatever. And like you put in your vote with these, uh, like, it's like little business cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, that was kind of cool. And really, I guess the, I don't want to say like the, like, there was like a a specific moment through it all. I think it's just uh, the fact that we're able to do what we really, I mean, what we love doing, like with pedals and being able to actually do the business, I think that's just the, one of the coolest parts. But I think uh, Taylor may have a different answer. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, people buy our stuff.
2: That's oh. the craziest thing ever. Like we make things, people buy it.
0: Wait, yeah. What
1: is that? Not crazy.
0: No, it is kind of crazy. It. I totally we get make it. things.
1: Oh wait, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, dude, yeah. that people care. <laughs> people care. Yeah. And it's crazy.
0: I, yeah. I really relate to that in a big way. Like yeah. in a little a little bit different in, in some ways, but it's like, whoa, people, people listen to this. Like I try to remember like everyone, like podcasters have a tendency to get h- hung up on their numbers. Like I'm in a bunch yeah. of different like podcasting groups and everyone's like, Oh, how many downloads do you have? Like, what's that? And I was like, I try to like be the guy that's like, listen, if you have one download, you should stop and think about how amazing that is. Like somebody no, somewhere is like, wow, what they're doing is really great. If you have one person like consistently downloading, I know that's not like very sustainable if you're like trying to make a, a business out of it or whatever, but you should really appreciate the fact that that is the case. And I really appreciate everybody tuning in right now because it's, there's a million different things they could be listening to or doing right now. And it's like, it's insane to me that I look at, I look at the, the map, and there's somebody in Australia that's downloaded. It. I'm like, what? Well, it's actually like four percent or so. Dude, <laughs> you know, it great. really is.
1: Uh, it really is an incredible thing seeing, like, just from like the love and support, like, given, say, like to this podcast, home mob or like to us, these space, and it's just there. Really, is so much to be grateful for about it, but like that que- well, I well oh, yeah well i i, I sorry.
2: do sorry i don't mean to interrupt but no, uh, i do think they want to hear us beef with maris no so i, I think that we should back
0: to it. no they don't want to hear that anymore trust me no uh, i don't want all to hear right it anymore.
1: fine <laughs> i don't want even to hear it anymore <laughs> but no i think just like it's just and kind of answer the question about that i think it's just the fact that i guess what uh taylor's the answer the fact that people care and it's just uh we're just grateful to see where we're at you know, I, well just- i
2: mean like the, I mean, the first love is creating something and then um releasing it into the world and then it's kind of like you know the the cherry on top that people actually um care about you know what we're all doing
0: what do what Was there like a moment for you where you realized like, oh, this is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be like a real thing that we can put effort into and see it grow, and you know? Or was was there like a turning point?
1: Actually, yeah. Um, You go. Um, it's not like I'm gonna try to my best not to make this sound crazy sappy, but like uh, before, you know, we were Taylor and I were talking about. You know, the pedals and stuff like that. You know, this is why I was kind of in the outdoor industry. And really, I'm not like that big into like the whole outdoor kind of industry kind of thing. I was just like, I mean, I was just, uh did a lot of management and business work with it. But it was just um, me and my wife uh, relocated uh, to get from Birmingham to Gadsden. And I was kind of somewhere in a really low place. Uh, that I just, I felt like I needed to get out and talking to Taylor all throughout it. And I was, I just say, you know, I just screwed. I just, just, uh, dropped everything quit the job I was at and went 100% into deep space. And I mean, he's got, he's got to take the chance chances. I mean, of course, probably be prepared, but I mean, like we definitely prepared for it. But I mean, it's just like, um, Make it or break it, I guess. I don't no 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 not make it or break it. Just go. You gotta I don't want I don't want this to sound sappy, but like is that why you said make it or break it? I don't know <laughs> why I said that. You gotta man up. <laughs> um I mean just do what you want. Do what you love doing You're passionate it. about it. Passionate about it. That's the word. You're very
2: word. passionate about it and you love doing what you do. And uh, you know, if people enjoy what you do that's fine. But you know, I feel like you'd be doing this regardless. Yeah. If even just to like, um, make pedals that you found interesting and use them every once in a while, it shows.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. So, know there's always like things like people are always holding back, like holding themselves back to doing something that they really want to do. And I think that's where, um, uh, it kind of happened with us and we just kind of, you know, went hundred percent into it and seeing how far, uh, uh, how far it's gone. And we're just, um, yeah, we're extremely grateful for that. Yeah.
0: Do you have any, do you have any like advice or, or at least just personal anecdotes about like, when was, what, what made you look at the whole situation and go, all right, now's the time to really give this a try
1: do you want to answer that or do you want me to um you go ahead really i mean you don't know until you try it i mean that's really with anything i would i would think but i mean of course doing your research of course with it i mean like to elaborate more on that question like uh being like prepared for it like for doing let's say like starting a pedal company in general or just with anything.
0: Yeah. With anything, I mean, anything you kind of mentioned just like doing what you're passionate about and, and, and just trying, obviously not everyone that listens to this wants to start a pedal company. I'm sure there are oh, yeah, some that do, but I feel like it's kind of a universal, uh, application in, in, in a lot of ways in, in my viewpoint. And I just wondered if you had oh, any yeah. kind of unique perspective on that.
1: I think, um, I mean, assuming that like, you know, with your passion that you already have, you know, you already have a pretty good bit of knowledge of whatever to say, um uh, say guitar building or pedals or anything. I mean, of course, do your research. Of course. Uh, I do a lot of the, I do all the business stuff and I went to, you know, business school and all that stuff, but it's just like, definitely get a good grasp on that. because That definitely helps. But um, I mean, just, Kind of like I said a moment ago, uh, you don't know until you until you try it, you know. But I'm so bad at answering questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I kind of—I don't know. I I just feel like there had to have been a, a time, and maybe we can if there's if if it's hard to think of, we can stop digging at this question. But I there had to have been a moment where you were like, you know what? Uh these you know f- these numbers kind of make sense, and if. If we can keep going at this rate or more, then I can I can take the leap. I can quit and I can I can pour myself into this entirely. Or was it just like, or was it just kind of like, forget it. I'm doing it. Like I'm I I'm am just gonna do it with no real planning. It doesn't seem like that's the case, but I feel like <laughs> there I feel like there was a turning point. Was there not a turning point?
2: I, I think it's actually the latter for you because you were you were working at like North Face or something. Yeah, and, and then you just got. Uh... You got fed up with it because it's it's just um, a dead. I not want to say dead in job. that sounds like I'm making fun of it, but
1: well, it was a lot of. Um, I mean, there was of course opportunities with it, but I really wanted to do what I really wanted to move, make this happen. You you were unhappy. And, oh yeah, right. I was very yeah, yeah kind and then, of depressive state. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and nothing then, you remember. And then you decided. Um, you know. There was a lot of planning. Definitely a lot of planning. I mean, it's just like forecasting for the future. But I mean you don't really have the numbers right in front of you right off the bat. But then just going um going straight into it. I mean, of course you're taking chances. But I mean, like with any business, you gotta take risks. But, but I mean, that's course, all you like, can
2: do though, you know, you you, yeah. you can't predict the future. You can only minimize uh so much risk and you won't know what will happen until you start on it.
1: Yeah, always have a backup. I think you know, but I mean, I don't want to say backup. I mean, like just be secure. You know, I mean, don't go crazy. Plan, plan, plan. I don't know what you're looking at me weird. I'm not <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. It's it's for me. It was uh it was a lot of like kind of doing doing both for a long time, you know, working full time plus and then also, you know, doing this on the side and working with a bunch of other companies on the side and and trying to get it going. And what it what it did for me, it was like basically I was working like a million hours a week. I honestly couldn't even tell you how much oh, altogether yeah. uh, between the jobs and between doing this and, and everything. But um, it got to a point where by by for me for, by grinding that way for a while, it was able to kind of make it like to where it wasn't so scary to take the leap. It's like, okay, I've been doing this for a while, for a while, for a couple of years, this much is coming in. I need this much to survive. Okay. It's time to go full blow, you know, full bore into it and see what happens. You know, to, I, I'm, I'm a pretty conservative, like safe playing guy when it comes to that stuff. And, yeah. uh, and so I'm, I'm in the same boat. So. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear other people's perspective on, you know, basically on, kind of on entrepreneurship not to make it like one of those podcasts but
2: oh you know, no, no you know well I mean I, I think the other thing is that you know if you do it and fail um, it's not a bad thing it just shows you that you can learn from that and then you know correct that next time
1: yeah I mean we've already had a few we've already failed a few times in certain aspects with deed space but oh, me, for sure I mean earlier I was talk- come back
2: yeah earlier I was talking about like the printing like I I messed up the printing that was all on me and then I, uh, I, I, I went back in, figured out what I did wrong, and then we got it right the next time, you know? Yeah. So a failure is just a, uh, it's a part of the process. It's just a stepping
1: stone. I'm not saying you're always going to fail. but I mean, there's going to be a point, but don't ever give up on it. I mean, failure, I mean, it's just going to – it just means you're going to do it better next time. Even if you fail again, you're still going to do it better and better. Yeah, I mean and plan I think that's the a big point with that too though
0: that makes sense then you can kind of uh, mitigate some of those uh, unnecessary failures by planning like some things are unavoidable you're gonna mess up it just is but if you do take your time and look ahead uh, you can kind of avoid some of those pitfalls or unnecessary headaches basically
1: yeah I think time management is something that I could I would really really uh, point out to I mean Time is, I wish we, we never have enough of, <laughs> and I wish we did, but um, with any business, just uh, manage your time, uh, smart. I mean, that's, I really can't elaborate much more on it. I mean, I can, but I mean, just, I don't know what else to say about it.
0: <laughs> What's some of the biggest lessons you've learned from some of those failures?
1: Well, not to screw up. um, What would you say? Uh,
2: You know, just don't screw up the printing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that long conversation was just to get to the point where I'm saying, you know, always have your calipers. Always have your
0: calipers. Measure twice, cut once.
2: But yeah,
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think um with uh I, I don't know. The, I mean there's a lot of lot of things, but it's just like I can't really pinpoint on what like um I mean I know with that we we've a, a lot of things within the, the last year, but I just can't really uh like point one out right now because like, I, I, I don't know why. Uh I mean maybe because there's so many or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, with release, like a uh, given time, like like with uh product releases and stuff like that, just enough time to stay relevant or something. I don't know, but I'm trying to keep myself from not making this into entrepreneur kind of podcast. <laughs> That's the only thing.
0: Well, I mean, no, go for <laughs> it. Tell, I'm asking those kinds of questions. You just say, don't try to edit yourself. Just say what's uh what's on your mind.
1: Hmm. Okay ramble mode i think Eng- um,
0: engage ramble mode
1: yeah i think you know with with us you know right off the bat we you know just releasing like two pedals within two months of course that's one thing that i think we definitely could have waited on and having uh, given enough time for like uh private releases and then you know in between like say like the gold and the trigger not we waited months and waited too long and then you know, have a schedule with any, everything. Like we already have schedules for the, our next three to four, pe- uh, three to four, uh, products. And, uh, especially with it, I guess I'll elaborate more on the time management It's just like making up, giving enough time for you and your family and friends too. Because oh, that's, like,
2: that's my big thing is because, uh, Clint and I both are workaholics and that bleeds over into, um, you know, your social life pretty heavily. Uh, and you can't let it.
1: Yeah, you have to. You have to have a social life, or or you'll go insane. Yeah, I mean, even if you're like, you know, you have to get this stuff done. I mean, just, I mean, just stop and give yourself some time because I mean, you need it. I mean, you, It's. I think mental health. I think it's like a big uh, thing for everyone that we should all uh, focus on too. You know, just like what Taylor said you need a social life to stay healthy overall.
0: Yeah. The, I, I find that in this business that it can be especially easy to overwork because yes. <laughs> it, well, because a lot of the time what we're doing, you know, most of us got into this cause we, we really love some aspect of it. And so that doesn't necessarily feel like work all the time, even though it is, and it can be yeah. really easy to do too much of it. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I'm just working. It's fine. It's good to work. Right. And then it's like, well, yeah, but you do need you have other things you have to do, too. And so it's uh, because because this industry is so fun, it, it all like oftentimes it's like, uh, you know, and one, my family will kind of poke fun at me. Like, oh, yeah, you're working, right? Ha ha ha. So funny. Like my like family this is, does the
1: same. <laughs> like, like
0: this is fun. Like this is this is fun, but it is sort of work you know in a a lot of ways we're working right now even though it doesn't really feel that way um
1: (laughs) that's why just just a joke around that why don't you come over here and build this pedal like (laughs) it's being dumb doesn't
2: don't like uh don't your parents aren't they like hey you make toys for musicians i don't think they're like that make little
1: wind-up music boxes for all your friends I think uh, yeah, maybe once I think that's probably yeah maybe once they probably said that I don't yeah, think so they said happened. that it happened
0: okay Okay. Yeah. you can't lie to me <laughs> I know you too well you can't lie yeah. to
2: me <laughs> I know all the telltale signs um, I mean yeah you know just uh, do what you love um, and don't let it kill you oh, that's mm-hmm. a good idea yeah there's my there's my quote for the podcast. Let's put that on a shirt.
0: Put that on. A Do shirt. what you
2: love. Don't let it kill you. That's yeah. not a
0: bad. Th- hey, you were looking for a slogan earlier in the podcast. That's not bad. That's yeah. pretty good. I like that. Did
2: you, did you come up with uh, you came up with a couple of slogans because you got jealous of um, not get jealous? You got I jealous. admired it so much. said, "Make make noise, not war." And then feedback is an art, dude. And you were I like, "God, I like... wish we had a slogan."
1: we said go deeper, go home. <laughs> no, go deeper, get out. <laughs> go
0: deeper, get out. I like the other one better. I think let's switch slogans. Yeah. Let's switch slogans. Do what you love and don't let it kill you. I just think that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, um, it is a tough thing to get started, but once you make that leap, uh, you know, the, the community is so helpful that
1: you never feel alone in it. Don't, don't go into it thinking like money, money, money. Do go about it. I mean, knowing that you're going to be doing something that you really do enjoy. I mean, unless you just want money. I don't know. Don't think of it like that. <laughs> and that's just with anything, I think.
0: Well, if You just want money. You, you should. As, as many guys I've talked to said, you should go into a different business if that's your only goal. Like, yeah, <laughs> because you're going to be sorely disappointed if all you're looking for is a a windfall of cash. It's just not going to happen, most likely. Yeah, it's very rare, anyway.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Well, yeah, you guys have been been with me for a while now, and uh, we we didn't really we didn't really get into uh, the the most important part of the podcast yet, and I feel Uh-oh. like we should we should probably do that. Here. I'm getting scared yeah. right now. Yeah, it's a big... I know, I know. It's a big deal. I'm to throw uh, up.
1: I'm so scared.
0: So and I, I want you... I'm going to pose this question to both of you, and you know, I'll, I'll save my comments until you've both responded. But what kind of pizza do you like? Oh, man.
2: Oh, dude, I just... Uh, my own pizza. I just made... Uh, So I took a, it was like a 24 inch sub and I cut it in half and then I made some pizza sauce and then I I spread that on there, put some mozzarella on there and then I cut up some Italian sausage and then I cut up some Roma tomatoes, put that in the oven for like 15 minutes. Mm. All right, your turn, Clint.
1: (laughs) Dude, you got nothing on mine. What? Okay. So I used to make pizza. I used to work, um, um, Oh, yeah, years yeah. and years ago yeah, i used already. to uh or for this uh local like uh pizza restaurant so i would get pretty funky with a lot of pizza but i don't know what it is but like over the years i've never i just get i just get tired you know marinara sauce and everything so my base is always going to be either barbecue or well i always love the, just the barbecue base but but um.
2: But you like anchovies, right? No. And you love pineapples. I don't like. And pineapple. you like pineapple anchovies. No,
1: that's not a pizza. That's like a des- like a sweet dessert. Oh, is it? That's something that you just categorize and like in the pizza industry. I know
2: you put spinach on your pizza.
1: I love spinach on the pizza. You're gross. Let me it's let disgusting. me let me let me get this going. So barbecue base with, of course, I mean you can you gotta have chicken chicken on it. I mean, I just, just say a grilled chicken spinach and I've always liked ha- having them super spicy, but, uh, not pickled, uh, jalapenos, but fresh. Cause I mean, it gives a little bit more of a, a bite to it. Um, I mean, you can add other meats if you want to, but, uh, sure. Uh, I mean, this is all like not thin crust, but just, you know, hand tossed. So, so Yeah. That's pretty much my favorite kind of pizza, but I'll eat pretty much any kind of pizza. Not loads of, you know, red sauce, tomato sauce, marinara sauce, whatever you want to call it.
0: That works. That works. I'm trying to, I'm struggling with Taylor's a little bit. While that does sound delicious, I have a hard time classifying that as pizza, like actual pizza. It's like a pizza variant.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. It's like, well, it's like French bread pizza, but all right. Pizza, pizza. True pizza uh i just like double cheese and pepperoni
0: okay thin crust with th- thick crust what's happening oh
2: oh thick are you kidding me thick what? thick yeah wow i like some girth to my pizza or else i can't eat it like chicago yeah dude it's wow. gotta be the size of my face My like deep dish yeah
1: what is wrong with you
2: it's delicious it, you know it's, it's it's maybe a bit too greasy at times but it's a casserole uh, not well, no, actually I do like the grease. I like when the pizza is like a wet paper towel oh, and you can dip it around in the, in the, on your, it's always paper plates, never real plates. Yeah. That's the best.
0: I feel like you're just trying to like, trying to be abrasive right now. I feel like you're just trying to, come, you're just kind of come at me with some negative energy or something. <laughs> no, I'm
2: always positive all the time.
0: Clint attest to this.
2: No. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> no. Wow. I did. Wow! So at, at Winter Nant, we ordered a pizza every night, and we always had to get like split it down the middle, different kinds of pizza. Oh and yeah, we
2: we ate pizza five nights in a row. Yeah. Wait, I mean, and then oh, go ahead. But I I do want to say first off, your pizza was the best. Um, everything else was subpar. Yeah.
0: I think it's I I think Mari's is the place to go in that. In that neck of the woods in Anaheim, Anaheim's got it has a few like spots to eat. They're all really expensive because you're basically paying the Disney tax. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like uh I feel like Mari's is 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 about is I it's I can't say it's my favorite pizza, but it's, it's my favorite pizza that I've had in Anaheim. So that's that's what I decided to order. Plus, it's really close to the convention center. Oh,
1: so, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed
2: it, and I was starving. It was great, and I had no – I have still – I mean, until this podcast, I had no idea where the pizza came from. Um, so thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 I just still find it I – I definitely find it a bit strange. That it's like, hey, I'm going to – I don't know where this pizza came from, but I'm going to eat it. That's a, that's an interesting – that's a power move. It yeah, is. you know,
2: I, I just followed the crowd, and then everyone's like – Hey, there's some stuff out here, and I went. What stuff? And then I went out there, this pizza, and then I just blended
1: in, you know. So and going up to John, saying you like to dunk on people. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's a great guy. He's
1: a really good guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we've got it. We've got the uh, the hour mark down, boys. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we hop off?
1: I thought you were about to say
2: something. Uh. God, um, I had a joke I was going to tell, and it was really funny. Um,
1: there's always uh, we have a website thespacedevices dot uh, com and listen to everything in the Tone Mob because it's great.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, subscribe to the Tone Mob uh, Patreon. Um, we just did. No, sh- don't tell him. He's supposed to be surprised. Oh, okay. oh,
0: oh man, thank you so much.
2: Oh, you ruined it, Clint. God. I can't keep surprises. I didn't
0: know even a surprise. You really uh, did. Yeah. I just checked my email. You really did. Thank you <laughs> Dude, so
2: much. I wouldn't care about that. This is a wow. great podcast. Yeah. Th- thank you. Yeah. So anyway, subscribe to the Tome Up uh, Patreon. Uh, give this guy your money. All right. You can't do <laughs> it without money. Uh, you know, let him be himself because, you know, in this economy, it's, you know, uh, you can't make money. Where am I going with this? What are you plan? About? I don't know. You're not even helping me. I've been helping you this entire time, and you're not even going to help me.
1: I'm sorry, Blake.
0: Don't- <laughs> wow. All right, dude. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a, a, as good a place to wrap up as any, if you guys are down <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, we're we're good. Yeah, with
2: that. <laughs> but seriously, uh thank you for having us on and um this has been fun. Yeah, thank All you right, so man. much, man.
0: Yep, yep. All right, guys, for Taylor and Clint, this is Blake. Good luck and good tones. All right. Everybody, I hope you had as much fun as I did with Clinton Taylor. You can check all their stuff out at deepspacedevices.com. And I should say that little mini synth thing, they actually did come out with that in between the recording and when this came out. And uh, it is called, let me see if I can pronounce this. This This is a hard one. I couldn't even pronounce a simple tongue twister earlier. Let me see if I can do this. Is the Antithicara, Antithicara? I don't know if I said that right. I probably just butchered whatever it's actually supposed to say. But if you go to their Instagram, you can totally check it out. It looks like a ton of fun. So, yeah. Make sure you go to their website and check out all of their goods. Also, thanks for tuning in. You've made it to the end. You're the you're the real trooper. You're the, the I don't know, I should give you like a gold star or something. If you need more of this action, you can always find it over at Patreon. Thank you all for supporting this. Thank you for supporting the show, telling a friend. This thing is really going crazy, and uh, it's all because of you. Seriously, it was all because of you, because if uh, if it was just me, there would be no point to any of it. So thank you all so much. I'll talk to you next week, and yeah, got a good one for you. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Okay, bye. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you,